This is the Property Solopreneur Podcast, and I'm Rachel Troughton. I'll be talking about everything you need to create wealth by building your portfolio in a sustainable and profitable way. I'll be sharing the realities of a property investing business. I'll talk bricks and mortar, buy to let, HMOs, flipping and planning game, as that's what we all enjoy doing. But I'll also share how to use good systems, processes, and find the right professionals to work with. In fact, everything that will enable you to become a successful property solopreneur. Hello, welcome to another episode. And today we're talking about solopreneurs or an empire builder. Which are you and do you know which you are? Are you aware of the difference and does it really matter? Well, I know I'm a solopreneur. I don't want to have big teams. And I've talked about that on another episode. But I can see the temptation in being an empire builder. I can. It's great fun. But I think it all boils down eventually to temperament and your character type. One is not better than the other. It's just very different. And many empires start as a solopreneur and they grow because whatever it is they've started up just needs to be in an empire. And there are others who, particularly in the property world, do one or two property transactions and then go, and I can replicate this quicker and faster by having an enormous in-house team. It's really down to our individual ideas and preferences. Well, I think we need to talk about it because we're all in the sphere to make a profit and to be happy and comfortable. And if we are a solopreneur when we need to be an empire builder or the other way around, we could probably feel a little uncomfortable and not be getting as much enjoyment out of it as we should do. And enjoyment is really important to me. There's no point in getting out of bed in the morning unless you really enjoy what you are doing. So the temptation is to assume that the empire is better than a solopreneur. And that's possibly down to history, because in the past, no matter how good you were in the days before amazing communication and manufacturing factories, it was just you or your family. One pair of hands, 24 hours, how much could you make or do in that time? And you probably didn't have more than one office or one factory spot. It was just you. In fact, Napoleon is credited with calling England a nation of shopkeepers. Well, in reality, all that meant was there were lots and lots of solopreneurs all doing their own things and doing it well. I think that's a good thing. But empire building, this is on a hugely different scale to the solopreneur. But it all starts with one person having an idea and teaming up with a partner or hiring somebody to come in-house and then just expanding and expanding. You know, Mr. Marks and Mr. Spencers had a really good thing going on with their market stall, but they couldn't go on being in different places with more and more stalls. They had to take on people, and we all saw where that empire has taken them. Now, the empire builder, in my view, works in the following way. They have an idea, and they quickly sketch out the basic framework. So they're not only working out the plan of the business, you know, what they want to do to generate income, but they sketch out who is going to do what. From day one, they've got people in mind. And they hire them very quickly to start creating the company. Because the empire builder has absolutely no desire to stay on the coal front. Most solopreneurs really enjoy the basics of their company. Well, you know, the empire builder, he's the CEO and he's the CEO from day one. And not only that, as soon as everything starts to work, they then hire a CEO to go in underneath them. 
So they're always at treetop level, whereas many solopreneurs love being down in the weeds. That's what gives them the kick. And interestingly, this is where the really good empire builder shows his colours, because frankly, almost anyone, if you are an empire building mentality, can build a reasonable sized company. No, the really, really successful ones, and actually we can think of several in the property world, take themselves up to another level. You know, they've replaced themselves in the company they started up with another CEO, and then they go and start a side shoot. And they often do this before the first idea is as big and as profitable as it could become. And they can do this several times. They can link companies under different brandings. We've all seen that. But I don't think that a a solopreneur would think like that because it's all about what they've set up and the enjoyment they're getting out of it and the fact that they probably do lots of other things outside business. And the amazing thing is, this is nothing to do with turnover because solopreneurs, there's a lot of people earning six and seven figures in solopreneur businesses. So it's not the income that's generating all this change. It's how you want to do it that makes a difference. Because to be quite honest, to set up a big company from scratch, you've got to have quite a big ego, haven't you, to wake up one day and go, do you know, today I'm going to build a multi-million pound company with at least 100 employees in the following field. Well, most solo entrepreneurs that I know wake up and went, I've had a really good idea and I'm going to see if I can do it. And eventually they will outsource. But it's not about setting up the big company to begin with. Now, empire builders, therefore build teams much quicker than the solopreneur, and particularly in areas that are unexpected. Well, for instance, the legal team. It's not because they need it more or less than a solopreneur. It's just that they're not in the weeds and they've got time and money to put aside into non-revenue generating departments because a solopreneur is beavering away in the revenue generating areas. And when they're attacked, because when you're visible, you will be attacked, They don't take it personally. It's the brand, it's the business that's being attacked, and they just hand it straight to the lawyers. Whereas the solopreneurs, and I will admit this is a wild generalisation here, I'll hold my hand up to that, tend to be slightly more reactive because, you know, this is their baby. They are being attacked because it's their brand. And the first time it happens, it's personal. And most respond trying to answer back and explain, which never goes down well. And once that hasn't achieved the aims they want, then they will go to the legal department. But it's probably left them feeling really unhappy and bruised. If you don't believe me, go and listen and talk to lots of solopreneurs who are earning big amounts of money or who are very visible. And yes, the stories will slowly come out and you'll realise this is true. Because empire builders think corporate. They're happy and confident in that sphere. You know, uniforms tick. Branded office, tick. Full office setup, tick. Whereas, you know, to solopreneur, oh my word, no, we don't need uniforms. We don't need a branded office because do I need an office? No, I don't. I can meet anyone anywhere for a coffee or whatever it is I need to do. My office goes wherever I do. And they have the view they can do everything themselves. And often, particularly in property, will take the view that they can't outsource something until they've done it for themselves and know the ins and outs of it, be that working in an office or on a building site, even if they've never done anything practical before in their lives. They tell themselves that this is something they can do and they really do enjoy having a go. And 
when you talk to a really successful solopreneur and say, what do you regret the most? Nine times out of 10, it's I hired help far too late. You know, I got myself into a pickle before I finally realised that I could outsource something as easy as the accounts. And we're not talking having huge departments here. We're talking about basic stuff to outsource. So can solopreneurs work with empire builders? Oh, yes, I think we can. I think the empire builder has a lot to offer the solopreneur, particularly in the mentoring space or departments that we need, such as estate agents, that kind of thing. And the estate agent chains are a really interesting example of being both solopreneurs and empire builders. When I worked in Stoke-on-Trent, I almost predominantly worked with the empire builders because they just wanted to churn everything through really quickly. They had targets to hit. Everything they needed was written down and they had to achieve it, each single branch. Whereas the solopreneur branches of individual estate agents, they cared deeply about how they did things and what they got for their clients. And so they were less likely to push for a discount or anything else that I wanted. But you do find all sorts of people who will work with solopreneurs who are in the sphere we need that will just cut across that kind of idea. So find one that works with you. And I think there is no right nor wrong. Now, there's lots of different ways that things can go wrong in the different spheres. So if you're talking empire building, it goes right in the following ways. It can get you off to a flying start. It's a division of labour. So twice as much work is, or three times as much work is going to be done. The team players work together and can concentrate on key parts, which mean that the plates are being spun one by one. So nothing's going to be dropped. And if it is, it's because the person wasn't right. And they can generate more sales faster. Whereas the solopreneur from the start is doing everything. So those plates are spinning like mad on one person. And if things get dropped, it's because there's too much going on and they haven't yet learned to outsource. What can go wrong? Well, again, when it goes wrong in a big company, it really does go wrong. Ego can get in the way and lead company down the wrong direction. And it can sometimes financially cripple a company if all the necessary stuff that you sort of equate with having a business gets paid for far too early on in the journey. And there's not enough cushion to keep the company working on a day-to-day basis. But of course, the other problem is it is very difficult to shut down a company quickly because people have rights and there are legal processes to go through. And that can take time. Whereas a solopreneur, when you realise it's all going wrong, you could just shut the door and stop. And if it goes right, you get to take all the credit and all the profit. So it's up to you where you take yourself and your brand. Now, I love, as I say, being a solopreneur. Part of it is because I'm not then tied to an idea that I had 10 years ago. I can grow and change with my experience and I can grow with the market. So I buy in some areas and I then sell in another. It depends what the market's doing. Not a piece of paper where I've gone, I am going to flip X number of buildings this year. As a solopreneur, it's really, really easy to pivot. And the market forces dictate change that is completely unpredicted. Well, remember Donald Rumsfeld's unknown unknowns. And empire builders can find themselves unexpectedly sunk by an unknown unknown. And they have to start again. And usually they do. That's exactly what they love doing. But a solopreneur will hopefully not be sunk 
buy an unknown unknown unless their finances are in the wrong place and they've built their company on sand, not rock. So interestingly, because we've come out of lockdown now, there are several empires that don't exist anymore in the property world. Because during lockdown, their attitudes have changed and they've had to step out of the hamster wheel. They've had to furlough staff and they've had to reassess their businesses. So there will be a starting up of new empires from the same people, because as I said, I think they'll enjoy it. They're going to start again as a solopreneur because that's what they're going to do. But I don't think if you're an empire builder that you can resist the temptation to start again if the chance arrives. Oh, and by the way, did you know that Donald Rumsfeld was both the youngest and the oldest man to hold the position of US Secretary of Defence? I know that's totally off topic, but I find that fascinating because clearly he enjoyed that job. And as I said, I always think some, you've got to enjoy doing what you're doing. Well, I think you need to know the difference so that you can be at peace with yourself. If your best friend is an empire builder and you are solopreneur, both of you are right. It's got to be right for you. So if you've listened to all this and you think, oh, actually, I'm a closet empire builder, well, come out and get building. Get your empire off the ground. Say what you are and do it. But if you know now that you are more comfortable as you are a solopreneur, well, ramp up your plans and actions. It is what you are. You must just do it your way. You can hit six or seven figures if that's what you want to do. You've just got to action your plans and you've got to stand by your unwillingness to fit into somebody else's box. You're going to be able to create, to pivot and take action. And if you do all of that, you will be a wildly successful property solopreneur. Thank you for listening to the Property Solopreneur podcast with Rachel Troughton. If you want to create a professional and profitable property business, download my property business checklist now at racheltroughton.com slash checklist.